0: You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul.
1: And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes.
0: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network.
2: Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan.
3: Buddy, and welcome to another episode of Fantasy Movie Night. Uh, we're, we're we're dipping our toes into expanding the horizons of what is a horror movie, and pulling them out immediately because it's too cold. Yeah. Uh, look, I what I'll say right now is I'm seeing a lot of grape yes going on uh, <laughs> on the uh, on the Facebook page, so it sounds like the listeners are into the idea that maybe we'll do a few like horror adjacent things like a sci-fi movie or a sword and sandals movie and that's what brings us to this movie today um a movie that uh the most connective thing about this movie with my life is that it is the one thing that I know my dad and Tom Hanks both agree on which is that this is the greatest movie of all time
4: oh we have, to blame, we have to blame your dad for it? Yeah, oh, he played
3: this movie for me so much. I saw your letterbox score. You
5: shut your mouth. Yeah. I love how he, this is like the
4: the, the true
5: quotient for, for whether or not yeah. Kyle likes it, and Matt does this. Yeah. Matt might Talking not do shit. research for the ab- actual show, but he'll definitely do research to see if Kyle liked it.
3: <laughs>
5: I gotta know I'm if show, I'm gonna I show have all to... My, f-
4: I show all my cards. I, I need to know if I have, have
3: to have the, the gloves on. Yeah. Uh, so, I... I think I talked about this... You know what? I'm not even going to talk about this too in-depth because it's going to spoil my double feature. But yes, this was a movie that my dad showed me at a very young age. He used to constantly say, this movie was so ahead of its time. This movie was so ahead of its time. It's Yes and no. I mean, the stop-motion thing had been happening for years beforehand. But this is definitely... I mean, Ray Harryhausen has said this is what he thinks is his finest film. Mm. This is like some of the most... Forward and like detailed stop motion, yeah, especially of that time period. Do Do you
5: want to tell me your favorite stop motion scene in this? I movie? was just going to ask that. That, that yeah. might be the.
3: I mean, the skeleton fight is pretty hard to not love, but if we're going to take that off the table, it's the Hydra, like really? <laughs> that, that multi headed yeah, Hydra.
5: I think that the um the the bronze giant was Talos. Really is really my fucking, favorite. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I Talos. Mean,
4: it's Talos, I, yeah, it's which Talos.
3: which is crazy because in my mind, just because for years I would say it was Achilles for no other reason than his weakness was in his heel, and I just oh my oil that this- heel. Look
4: look 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 look.
3: Something that I never noticed as a kid, but watching this movie, I think is fucking brilliant, is the way that they start this movie, right? You get the psychic or whatever telling the Oracle. the. the Yes, the oracle saying, "Hey, you are going to be king, but but in a couple years, the son of the king that you're about to kill is going to rise up." Mm. And he's like, "Well, fuck that shit. I'm just going to kill all of his kids and then that won't happen." And he slaughters one of the kids, but Jason is protected by the most terrifying statue I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> 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 but then it goes up, it goes up to like the gods Olympus, right? And there's literally a line of dialogue where it's like, 20 long years will pass, but up here on Olympus, it is but a second. And then we just dive right into the 20-year time <laughs> skip. And I'm like, that is wow. top-notch. Perfect.
6: That is Perfect.
3: great script writing re- 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 to just let's get there let's Yo, let's bring you in... know those gods
4: if they had smartphones like they're missing like decades and centuries and just like they're just on their phones like Whatever. Oh, shit. i wasn't paying attention i wasn't paying Man. attention to the oracle i'm sorry
3: no they already knew how succession ended before we knew succession existed like that's just <laughs> what it's like up there on <laughs> olympus oh. it's a fun bit scott we're having
5: a
4: good time <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey um, kyle
4: are you thirsty because i'm thirsty yeah, I was interested. I thought you had just a blank bottle in this. I've video. Been I'd like to it. know what you got. I yeah, have. you got going on? Three Floyds, Rights of Ram,
5: India Pale Ale. Very. Because nice. I, it Very it has nice. a goat that you have to fight, and I was like, "This is the That's perfect. This is the Jason story that yeah. you didn't get to see." Now, I and absolutely the love police. the um. I love the what concept. They beer is that, you said it's Three Floyds. It's fine. It's not it's, the best, it's not the best IPA I've had this week. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> um, but um it's good. Uh in any case, um, you know, I think that there's this cool thing about this movie is more or less just a shitload of vignettes. Um yes. they're just yeah. stories. Uh I yeah. could not care less. I really when there wasn't a monster or stop motion, I already know the basic lay of the land and so I just tapped through. I did not care about them talking. I also did not care about any of the dances, except for the very first one when Jason, as a 21-year-old or whatever he is, um, he goes to uh, uh, the bad guy and or he, he saves the bad guy and then um, Polius
4: Polius thank you um, that's alright I only have I only have four notes somehow <laughs> and I've, I've we one. gotta <laughs> use all of
5: them guys oh my god so I was gonna make a joke about the girls dancing and I was gonna say TikTok girls BCE but I have a much better joke about the oil heel it's okay. slick shoes oh, it's slick. data
3: <laughs> but way taller yeah, green data with slick shoes. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so so wait, so... so wait, when you were skipping ahead, you may have missed the no- The one note that I wrote down was that I love that Hercules just shows up with some yes. big dick
6: energy. Yeah. Okay. Like, they're, like, it's doing hilarious. this... They're I doing, like, him. this yeah, giant...
3: They're like, we're going to try to find the strongest and greatest sailors in the world. And it's like showing this montage of all these people getting accepted. And then Hercules just shows up and everyone's like, hey, <laughs> it's him. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the back gar- background. He's like, hey. You know? <laughs> Perfect. Which does introduce my favorite character in the movie, which is the guy uh, I-, I wrote. Hylas, I think is his. how you pronounce it. But it's Hercules' little buddy that follows Hercules also, around him. Um, who- <laughs> I love the fact
5: that besides Hercules, every dude, like, supposed to be the strongest
3: man in Greece, look like me.
5: You know? (laughs) Well, that's what I
3: I like about this dude, though. He shows up and he's like, I want to prove myself worthy to be on this ship. Mm -hmm. So what better way than to beat Hercules in something? And they do the discus throwing and Hercules tosses it in the air and gets it pretty close to the rock. And he's like, I'm a smart motherfucker. I'm just going to do the easy route of skipping it across the water and get even further than you did. And then they're like, he's got great brains. Let's let's bring this kid aboard. And he's just, I love this character. I don't know what it is. Every time he shows up, I'm like, there he is. Look at him. <laughs> and Hercules um, loves him too, because I, when he clearly gets smushed by a giant statue, oh, Hercules is like, I'm staying until I find him.
4: Devastating. It was devastating. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't hear anybody say Jason without thinking Jason Voorhees. Every time they said Jeez. Jason, there was this air Jeez. of concern in their voice, all, or uh, seriousness. or at least seriousness in their voice. Yeah. Let's Argonauts. Go nuts! nuts, nuts, nuts.
3: I uh, I did write down a quote. Argonauts. From the movie. I don't
5: even know him.
3: <laughs> I, wrote down a, I wrote down a quote from Hercules where. <laughs> This is when we finally get to see our first monster. They're going to this island. They're told to only take food, like stuff that can be used for food, mm-hmm. and that they have to like leave everything else. And Hercules goes, does that include the women? And he said, absolutely nothing but food. And Hercules says... Well, if I met a girl with a firm leg, a full bosom, and a warm heart, let no man try to stop me. Which is such a nineteen sixty three like, quote about women. And the, more, the writer was boy. just getting horny and
5: horny, and then like just
4: was like, "Oh, I gotta get out of this scene." <laughs>
3: <laughs> that writing that line was his cold shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah so 35 yes. Thirty five minutes into this movie, we finally see our first stop motion monster, mm-hmm. and. I mean, it is glorious. I it's love great. the I love the obnoxious squeakiness of it as it's walking. Like, mm-hmm. and I watched this movie. I can't stress this enough. I watched this movie so much that I was starting to get tired watching it. And I would close my eyes and I would still know all of the music cues that were going oh, to happen, wild. like before they happened.
4: It's just a it's just a lovely movie. I, but yes, I-, we- I rented it maybe once. It, yeah. When I was a kid, and I, it's because I read a book or watched that movie, Magic Show. Truly, it could be one or the other or both. That I knew that there was fighting skeletons, and then I didn't realize or remember that they were at the very end of yep. this movie. Last and five
3: minutes of the movie.
4: quite I, Five,
3: five
5: minutes of the I, movie. Th- so <laughs> five minutes of the movie. For for anybody interested, for once this wasn't on Tubi. We watched it on. <laughs> oh, I watched it on Daily Motion, and yeah. um. I, I I was so confused because there was literally ninety seconds left of the movie, and yeah. I, in the runtime, and I'm like, it doesn't say that there's a second, that there's a second movie or a second but section of it, and it's tie. because it was because they just cut off the the credits, but well, there like, are no credits really. It just oh, says the credits at the, the, the beginning. Okay, but yeah, yeah, like I'm watching it, I'm watching it, and it's like the last. 90 seconds and Jason jumps off of a fucking cliff and the skeletons <laughs> yeah. jump after him that actually is my favorite note that I had I called them <laughs> dust for brains because they couldn't swim for shit um, nice. and I want to start you use- like if I was in the monster squad as an adult if they were going to remake monster squad and I got to be in it I would want to call you like the mummy adult, be like, Rudy. oh you dust for brains or like it's <laughs> dust for a, brains is heavy it's insult, a yeah. really good insult for a monster yeah I think. like a stupid monster yeah. but anyway well, yeah then it goes to it goes up to olympus and uh hera is it and um, yeah and yeah. zeus are like they banter for 10
3: seconds and then it just yeah. the end she so, literally yeah, just so promises wild. a sequel and i don't know if they ever got I one. i think Layers. they did one i just don't know if it was like they did a lot Animated? of Simbad movies. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, didn't. They. I don't think they did a lot of Jason mm-hmm. ones. Um, Jason, but you know what? I feel like that says a lot about. Jason, like, my boy. <laughs> it it absolutely makes sense that, like, for how much stop motion work needed to be done, of course the skeleton scene is going to be like a minute. Yeah. tops that probably yeah. was like a year of work to get that minute oh, yeah. but Absolutely. it's so memorable and well done that it does feel longer than 60 seconds when you're watching it i just
4: it. didn't like, know it was going to be the end of the movie yeah. i watched this whole thing i was like was
2: it jason and the organox that had the skeletons i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm not sure if it was
3: but um, I, I i agree with you too scott i think i i kind of missed in all the times that i watched as a kid how much it's truly a vignette movie because Mm -hmm. like the king in the beginning of the movie has almost nothing to do with what happens he sets it in motion I guess he sets it in motion but like that's it like you're yeah like you're just supposed to be like okay they survived this journey to get the golden fleece like that is the goal and like now they have the fleece like you're just supposed to kind of write the ending in your head of like, okay, cool. He's got the thing that will allow him to like defeat the king when he gets back or whatever.
5: But what is the like, fleece going to give? Like, what what
3: power set does the fleece grant? I know
5: that it I heals, think it just well, keeps, then it
4: keeps saved that woman, right? Yeah, it just and keeps
3: healing it. all wounds. So it'd be like you'd have an invincible army, like you're but every you soldier you could just like. If,
5: it's not like if you get impact it. it if you have a thousand soldiers get murdered at once on the battlefield, are you going to have one medic just fucking running around, putting that on people for 30 seconds Fleece, at a time? Fleecing them up? Yeah. Fleece, <laughs> yeah. Fleece me, bro! <laughs> Fleece me! Fleece!
3: <laughs> I mean, it might literally just be like... Think of it from the from the stance of just like the power play of like, look, man, we can do this shit all goddamn day. So you just want to like step down or...
6: <laughs>
4: like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I,
5: I I'm not really arguing with you about it. I'm I don't know Greek mythology like that much. The well, Greek, you're a, arguing you know, with the Greeks. Yeah, and they're great at, at arguing. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. what they do. Um, what but they, 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 I mean, philosophers, where did philosophy mm-hmm. come from? But yeah. the thing about this movie Good at that, salads? <laughs> as the resident vegan fuck salads um i am not i'm not a salad man i actually Who was i talking to and um i said fuck salad and like you should put that on a t-shirt i was like yeah but i actually don't want people will take that as something else yeah like, those dudes who define themselves by having a beard and a smoker stop talking about my wife like that scott
3: <laughs> no she doesn't have a beard. kyle he said having a beard. a beard not being <laughs> <Yeah>. a beard <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
5: We remember the stigmata episode.
4: It's like the golden fleece. Really, it's like I don't need any. I don't um, need any. Listen, other. I don't
5: need to know color, I'll stop texture, talking about power genitals, sets, yeah. Yeah. any of those Can we, things.
3: So let's talk about some fashion in this uh, in this movie because <laughs> there is a note that I wrote where uh, the the ship I should mention is named the Argonaut after the builder of it, Argos. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene where this giant bronze statue reaches down (laughs) and picks up the Argo and he starts shaking it all around. And let me tell you, Argos is confidently wearing what looks like just an adult diaper and nothing else on this Dude, ship. Dude, it's not just like him. The, when they're fighting the harpies, there are fun. multiple men wearing yeah, underpants. That guy right there yeah, in the corner. It, they looked like diapers. The one built like Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
6: does look like I'm Danny a DeVito. trash man. <laughs> uh,
5: even, even the fucking the, uh, the giant bronze statue He's wearing fucking underpants too. Um, yeah. What? What do you do? You, I really wish that Undies I had like a NutraGain bar with me right now so that I could make the diaper sound. Cause you know, yeah. like back in the '90s when you'd have one of those in your pocket, you were so worried that people would think yeah. you're wearing an adult diaper. When I can promise you, no one fucking wonders if you're wearing an adult diaper if you're 16 years old. No, yeah, no. no, it's buddy. only
4: if you smell like piss and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's only. It's Are only we starting I'd a ever... new Kyle story? Was... Yeah, that's. <laughs> The only time I've wondered if somebody's diaper, wearing an adult diaper. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's it's
1: just what it's what it's there for.
4: Look, I it's just like, need to change. It's like when people it's walk fine. into the bathroom and like I've I've had multiple people walk into a public bathroom while I've been there and uh, wherever I am in that bathroom, but they just like oh it smells like shit in here. It's like well yeah this is the best place for it. Dog. Yeah, yeah this, <laughs> like, this Why is are you surprised? Place. No, here... this is the place for it to smell. Like. It's always it's those dudes who eat, eat have a beard and eat meat. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my wife included. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So
5: listen, when I used to work in an office, I always knew who it was that would shit because they were the ones that had the, like they were the most out of shape motherfuckers Mm -hmm. that had like the Mm -hmm. most disgusting meals that they would bring to work or that they would always Mm -hmm. go out to eat like chilies at lunchtime. And I'm like, first of all, that is in this economy. Um, but also, (laughs) uh, but also, I just knew that they were not taking care of their intestinal health, their gastro, mm-hmm. gastric health, um, because it just smelled like death. And um, mm-hmm. I need to remember Kyle saying this story, next time I'm trying to let out a secret poop somewhere, because, mm-hmm. like, in a mm-hmm. bathroom. I'm not saying, like, in yeah. someone's just, just on the right. side of the road. You know, like, in your I, <laughs> adult diaper. Yeah, in my adult diaper. I'm just trying to let out yeah. a secret poop. Those because, trips like, to
3: Pennsylvania take a lot of time. Dude,
5: okay, <laughs> great, great example. When I am, <laughs> like, if I ever have to, if I were to have to do a grumpy at one of those beautifully Spacious. pa really truly is it's because they charge you on hundred dollars stops. to go across the fucking cou- <laughs> right. the state. that's true, that's fucking it is true. The, i saw another tiktok that said that it is the most expensive toll road in america Yep. and i know oh, i believe because i do it more than once a year and it it is it's a night at a hotel they're very very clean wonderful but i there are like Fifteen stalls, and yeah. you know that if you have to use one, it's going to be a disgusting poop. And second of yeah. all, somebody's child with sticky hands is going to like find the find the slit, and they're going to stare at you, mm-hmm. and be like, "What are you doing?" I'm be like,
4: "What do you think I'm doing, child? Right? Where's yeah. your parent? Right? right. right. Yeah. yeah. Get think, your parents. Think about think about the options. For Ask what your parents in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As um, Kyle, I
3: I just realized that we never even figured out what the fuck you're drinking.
4: That's okay. I was gonna I was gonna let us I was <laughs> gonna let us know because it's also it's I, I I phoned this one in really bad. I had a hard time finding something that would match. Uh, so I just I, I grabbed this sour called Walkabout because there's a whole lot of walking about uh, in this fine. one. Um, and it's a white peach and cranberry sour. You know egg. what
5: would have been perfect um. for Matt to drink? He could have got in on this with us. He's he never does, listeners. We need to like get Matt into the into the having a special beverage thing. It doesn't have to be alcohol. I sometimes
3: drink a liquid death. It listen. No, it's cuz it you always drink water. Is... What we, we need to do is we need we, he, if he loves Greek
5: salad so much, we could have gotten him a <laughs> You just said that they make great salads. So Matt loves I... Greek salad. What we're going to do is we're going to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. we're going to get the brine from feta cheese yes, and we're going to yeah, mix yeah. it with cucumber water and I we're going to have great. him drink it.
4: I know he Jason likes a little bit of spice, nuts. so just like a pepperoncini in there too. Yeah. Just yeah. one garnish. One Let's get wild. Garnish. Come get is,
3: I cannot drink anything but water up here for the next three months because it is like a goddamn I've sauna been there in, in this December. little studio. I know. Yes. Yeah, it ain't great. Um, all oh right, yeah, you so,
4: need us to come put the AC in.
6: <laughs>
3: <yeah>. <laughs> all right, so let's jump to the next the next monster. Oh yeah, more monsters. Oh yeah, the, the, oh the, yeah, we got to talk we about. We see that, yeah. we see what fate has come to the Oracle for, for basically telling a man what the gods' plans were in the beginning of the film. He's had his sight fully taken away from him, and now harpies torture him by taking his food whenever he goes to eat. And I. Love the look of these motherfuckers
5: yeah, too. Like was, the
4: harpies were up there for me You
5: too. know if they would have <laughs> rotocapped those like in the in the 80s that, and, they yeah. I mean, they, and they look great. I mean this stop motion is pretty much untouchable.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this it this might be the best. It's the most like I want to say it's seamless like you can always see the seams in stop motion but like you can tell that this was shot with a very meticulous focus on care oh, of like where God. are these creatures going to be and making sure that like if someone's swinging at it, that it looks like they're making contact.
4: Well, for the yeah. surrounding tech, for the surrounding technology, it it kind of is seamless. Like I, I feel yeah. like there's like uh, there's technology that uh, besides the actual craftsmanship of the stop motion, that there's shit that you can't really, you couldn't have dealt with because there's you're still making a movie in sixty yeah. three or whatever. Um, and especially like when any of those monsters are holding another human being, and you see the stop motion h- human, like that is in there too. Like those. That looks Harryhausen's really fucking fantastic. good at that. Really He's good at that. Super good at that.
3: Like even yeah. in like the seventh voyage of Sinbad, mm-hmm. like you watch that one and the seamless cutting between a claymation person in something's claw and then like the human hitting whatever like practical yeah. they had built to match the claw. I you know looks I, I'm really more impressed good. with. The people that were fighting the
5: monsters, the stop motion, then the stop motion fighting the humans. If that makes sense. Because oh sure. Because the, yeah. the like it was way harder to to get your your um, what what would you even call it? Like your, the choreography, I suppose. Um, yeah. Like yeah. Jason, Jason kicks at one of those um skeletons in that last scene, and I'm like, he biffed that. But it's nowhere near as bad as. Return of the Jedi when Luke kicks that one guy on the barge. Yeah. It's like, wh- sure, it's, yeah. It, which is like, you know, a good couple feet
3: and away. And there's at least a person that he's kicking at yeah. in Return. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. So they go and they meet with, with uh, the, the, the Oracle, and he tells them that they might have to sail between clashing rocks, and he gives them an amulet of Triton. It says to use it if they're in danger. So... They are in danger because it's called <laughs> Clashing Rocks. And Jason tosses in there. Not really a stop motion as much as a forced perspective type deal we get here, but we do get fucking King Triton just like bursting mm. out of the water and holding, like, holding the worm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
6: another diaper. Yeah, uh, You know that is, wrenched, is always wet. Soaking yeah. wet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it
3: kind of like, at this point, the movie kind of speeds right along. They, they meet another king. Uh, We we didn't mention this, but like the evil king from the beginning of the movie has his son, like pretend to just be a regular peasant and get on the ship, Uh, so that that I could tell it was
5: him though because he's wearing pink.
3: Yeah, evil. Uh, He uh, (laughs) he basically like rats out Jason's plan to this king. The king then imprisons the Argonauts, but uh, the priestess of this land has fallen in love with Jason Classic. and uh sets them free and this is where they have to go and kill the Hydra that protects the Golden Fleece. And I do I just I love the I love a Hydra, man. A Hydra's great.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, it
3: shows up. Yeah, they kill the, <laughs> the Hydra. The king shows up and takes the teeth from the Hydra and uses it to raise seven skeletons. And then we've already talked about the skeletons. It's a great little battle. I'm I think yeah. that the last like fifteen minutes of this movie is phenomenal. Like from the Hydra scene on, it is just a good ass time. Yeah, I love this movie. I hope you guys at least enjoyed this this brief experiment into doing some weird '60s fantasy. <laughs> I didn't hate all it. Right, it no, fun. I was totally fine with it. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to
5: change the entire show to do this all the time because I would get tired of it faster. But I mean, we've watched a lot worse shit. That's horror. So we're yeah. good.
4: Yeah, yeah. This was just, yeah, this was for me, it was just like, just the pacing. Because I think also, like, I, every Greek mythology thing that I've seen and like, with the exception of maybe one or two, is all vignettes anyway. Like, anything that I've read, and it, like, it's all just lends itself to being these small stories. But then it's like, oh, this is 1960s people talking. And it's, yeah. I'll and wait it's for a the, lot of I'll just wait dancing. for the monster.
5: I, it's a lot of yeah, women a lot dancing. more dancing. Um and, and yeah. I hated it. That was actually my least yeah. favorite part of the movie. I could listen to the king, the evil king talk all day long, but show yeah. me people show me the women dancing and I'm like, nah, I'm would, fucking out of here. What would here. he called
4: hospitality when he first brought He's Jason in, like, like, he was like, <laughs> Yeah. Bring in the dancing women. It Bring was very man women. it was very man show of uh, <laughs> of him. Yeah.
1: Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes.
0: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network.
2: Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan.
3: What would you double feature it with? This is a prime example. This is a prime example of why uh, I'm not friends with any of the kids that I hung out with in elementary school because there was definitive sleepovers where this double feature did, in fact, take place. And it was essentially just for an audience of me and a bunch of very bored kids who were unfortunate enough to be on the same Little League team as me and thus (laughs) invite it to whatever birthday party I was having. Where we watched *Chasing the Argonauts* and the 1953 *House of Wax* with Vincent Price back. Oh, the you talked about that when fuck. we
5: did *House of Wax*, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: So, wow. so I, I had to had to follow my heart. Well, on have this fun, one. Matt. Yeah. Um That'll be the a great best time for us for, you for an eight year old. Absolutely. Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get some culture for
3: these little fucking. Yeah. Did rats. anybody's <laughs> parents sign off on that, Matt? <laughs> Listen, you're talking about at a household where my dad, when I turned. I think I turned 10. He's like, he's double digits. He's old enough now for me to rent porkies and animal, animal house for his friend's sleepover. And my mom was like, you, we didn't even give any parents a warning that they were about Mm -hmm. to see their
4: first pair of boobs on a screen. Boy, that certainly sounds like me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think we're going to run into some issues. I I also (laughs) love that
5: my thought process for your dad was, Oh, Matt's 10. Let me give him a pack
3: of cigarettes. I don't know why. Does your dad even smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No, Brian started that trend in the house. On his 10th birthday. Yeah, House of Wax, 1953. What about you guys? What what would you double feature this with?
4: Uh, I just gotta go Disney's Hercules. Uh, of course. Like Bless it's, my soul. It's one, it's <laughs> probably my favorite Disney film. Um and It's got
3: some of the best songs.
4: It really is. Won't say lovely. I'm in love is an underrated yeah. masterpiece. And it'll move it'll move it'll move quick, uh, after this baby. So Yeah. Well, I
5: would follow you, up Scott? Jason and the Argonauts with a nice little round of my f- second favorite Switch game of all time, um, Hades. Uh, you play Zagreus. Um, he's the son of Hades, and you battle your way out of hell. It's a um, it's, it's referred to as a roguelite light um, style uh, battle game. Um, so it's a bit of a dungeon crawler, but it's also you get to kind of build your character's power set as you go through, and are gain you gain boons from the uh, the gods. Super fun game. Um, I could play that game once a week for the rest of my life and probably never get sick of it because it's kind of just a little different every time, so super super fun game, and right. it takes about forty minutes to play the entire game, even on one of the harder Love level. Harder because you can make it more and more difficult. That's why it's still fun to play after all
3: these years of like three years of me playing it. All right, well, I think that wraps up the show, but uh... we do have one more vignette. Oh my god, another
4: vignette <laughs> and with the skeleton. This one has the skeletons. <laughs> yeah, this one's exciting. Hey Matt,
5: so like the skeletons, you're about to jump off into the the water and fucking idiot skeletons can't swim. What have you consumed that you would like to share with the class?
3: You know, I'm going to talk about something like actually pretty serious and heavy for once. Uh, But Do you want to go last? Because I don't. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'll keep it quick. Um, Apple TV dropped a beautiful documentary recently called Still um, about the life of Michael J. Fox. That is just it's it's absolutely heartbreaking, um, and it it really dives into like what his life experiences are. And I've realized I realized watching it that I have not actually watched Michael J. Fox walk in a really long time. So actually seeing like how much of a struggle that is for him, uh, it was really tough to watch. But not only is it a really sad and beautiful documentary, but it's really interestingly edited because they do this cool thing where they must have combed through hours of footage to literally like find scenes from anything that Michael J. Fox has ever acted in to use as like the flashback footage to when he's talking about his experiences in the process of going Mm -hmm. through his diagnosis. And it's just like the way that it's cut together, it literally feels like they shot footage like recreation footage but mm-hmm. it's just them cutting together so many different pieces of different Michael J. Fox f- footage into like a cohesive thing it's it's really incredible Um and it is interesting to watch because he, he talks about uh, and they show a montage of it how like he could keep it and check if he was constantly uh moving his left hand mm-hmm. and then they just show a montage of like everything where he's just like checking a watch he's like playing with change in his hand he's like flipping his keys in his hand like the the amount of effort and work he put in for 8 years of having that diagnosis with nobody but his wife Man. knowing um and just masking wow. it from everybody it it is really impressive and it's also you know it's kind of an empowering story of a dude who is all accounts told like you will never like this is this is your life now like you are going to have to quit acting and just be a guy with Parkinson's disease and his like absolute refusal to let yeah. that be the narrative of his life so okay. uh, highly recommend it's it's beautifully done Apple Apple TV really kind of has been hitting out of park between their TV shows and their yeah. documentaries and their movies like they're just top tier one of the top tier streaming apps as far as quality content I also yeah. like anyway. the use of the
5: word tier because um I fucking cry all the time when you watch it on that show yeah. on that oh
3: boy man Apple TV knows that between sh- between shrinking Ted Lasso and yeah. still they know how to squeeze every little <laughs> every little salty salty, yep. salty piece of water I got in my eyeball. <laughs> yep. It's always raining on my. <laughs> face it's from that I'm
4: pepperoncini. Like... That <laughs> yeah, that
3: whatever whatever that weird drink is, y'all gave yeah. me.
4: Um, <laughs> Kyle, um, I uh, I I also watched something a little heavy, uh, so I'm sorry, but I watched uh, Titanic Six Six Six. It's a 2B original. Yeah, um, no and it's <laughs> heavy because third... it's a titanic. <laughs> yeah, it's the, th- it's the third time this ship has had trouble. It's this is this is about it's about the Titanic 3. Uh and li- I I wanted to watch another Tubi original, but I didn't want to watch Terror Train 2. And but let me tell you what holds up is that my theory and thought that Tubi can just be the Hallmark channel plus horror. Man, they fucking did it here with titanic 666 it's it's in uh co-production with the asylum obviously of course um and i, I just uh, man everybody gave it 110 percent. nobody phoned in a damn thing uh i don't really remember what it was about uh <laughs> I, but it was the th- i just knew that it was the third like recreation of the titanic because there is a titanic 2. Uh, also on 2B, I think. Mm-hmm. And Titanic Two B, um, yes. <laughs> or not? Or not Two B, <laughs> and uh, but it is Two B. Uh, let's be clear. <laughs> uh, and it's and you know they just basically they just introduce a bunch of characters. There's two influencers. There's one like guy who brought all the Titanic things that they found under the sea onto this ship, and those curse oh, the Oh, it's supernatural. And, yeah, okay. it's supernatural. It's all ghosts. Uh okay. it's all like it's a Supernatural. Yeah, it's it's honest and Annalyn McCord from Excision is in it. Oh, she's wow. well, yeah, what? um the lead from Excision. Yeah, she's in it. Uh nobody else that I recognized, but every everybody everybody does their part. Uh and it was a lot of fun. Uh I, I don't know, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but it was fun. <laughs> um if you it's just if you're just feeling it's one of those, I mean, it's a. it feels like a sci-fi channel original. It feels like a chiller original. Those things don't really exist for us anymore. Like, even the mm. sort of the Sharknadoes or the other, you know, the, those things are kind of in a realm of their own. Titanic 666 really does feel like those Those original channel movies. So, like, uh, for it to be a Tubi original, it solidified Tubi even more in my heart uh for the programming that i want
5: so are we are, so we're doing that as seen on tubi shirt now right we have to uh,
4: yeah i, yeah, we I would love it i don't know if we're we'll gonna cease and desist but as long as what i get a shirt gonna out do? of the deal <laughs> tubi doesn't I have mean, that money right. to stop us that's right that's right plus we love you tubi so yeah, don't we, stop we us please you, this yeah. is yeah. Yeah. all we give you props
5: every week come on
4: every, really every
3: week yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right scott Take us home,
5: um, baby. So I have uh, a book that I just finished, and um, it took me a, su- a, a year because my mom bought it for me last summer, and I wanted to share it on the show because it's got ah! the it's got the the um, Braille type yes what's that stuff called like the embossed cover uh, embossed oh man yep. um, it, it's Clive Barker's The Inhuman Condition it's uh, uh, the second time I've owned it actually in my life I read this when I might have been. A Freshman in high school or the summer before my freshman mm-hmm. year of high school. Um, I didn't remember a fucking thing except for the body politic um, So really fun read. Um, I absolutely love Clive Barker and I realized more so than any other author when I think about summer reading Like a, a horror summer reading. It's not Stephen King because I used to read Stephen King all year round mm. um, When I was you know reading books and books and books this is before the internet you know uh and now i find myself just wasting time reading wikipedia's and stuff like that or going down rabbit holes but um <laughs> i i love reading a uh, a clive barker horror short sto- vignettes um i don't really enjoy his non-horror stuff i mean he's a great writer i just i don't need to read the non-horror stuff because My mom bought me a second one that I'm going to immediately start on. I may not finish it in time for next week's discussion, but if not, it'll be two episodes from now. I also have In the Flesh, which is probably the one that they did right before or right after.
4: It's right before, and it has my favorite Barker story in there. I'm so excited for you. Okay. So Babel's Children has only ever been done in another form, which is in a comic form, I'm not. I won't tell you much about it. I will say that it's probably like, in in theory, one of the lesser Barker, esque short stories that's in there. But it's my dream to adapt that into a feature. Like it's, it's my goal. It's like what I. It's what I dream about. And I'm so excited for you to read that short story collection. It's one of my favorites. I've kept. I don't keep a lot of the books that I read, even though I have a bunch of books behind me, mm-hmm. which you can't see because now is talus is there but (laughs) that that one is on a special shelf for me because it like totally it's yeah so anyway i won't hype it up too much i would like to hear more about the inhuman condition that you finished yeah
5: yeah well no inhuman condition is great um i uh, the body politic still such a great fucking story i explained it to megan um last night after i finished this book and she was just like kind of in shock of how ridiculous and I'm like, yeah, but it's really fucking cool the way he tells the story, you know, and Clive Barker is just, I mean, when I read books, when I read Books of Blood volumes one through three last summer, I think I really only read him in the summer nowadays, which is great. It's just a ritual Well, it's hot
4: and sticky and And gooey and it's perfect perfect for the summer. Um, That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But uh, I actually,
5: I I think that the most memorable piece from Books of Blood one through three was um, Pig Blood Blues. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it was just Big because blood, it's fucking great. He thinks about monsters in such an interesting way. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed even even revelations in the inhuman condition, which I felt was. Um, I don't want to say weak, but, you know, it, it just it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't my it, he tried something different and I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, also, there's yeah. that one where it's the um, what's the what's it called in one of the previous books of blood? Um, about the the cancer that controls the cinema, the theater.
4: Oh, um, the tumor. Really. Oh, it was a celluloid celluloid, celluloid dreams.
5: Cinema? Um, celluloid, celluloid not, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, it might be celluloid dreams, but um, that hmm. is such a great concept. Yeah. for monsters and then the the other one where there's the 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 actors that have been dead for fucking ever and they do the play I just I love the mm-hmm. way that he comes mm-hmm. up with monsters they're like yeah. such yeah. oblique concepts for monsters and it makes my brain go in very it twists some interesting ways and I lament my life not having more time to write short horror because he just makes me want to write short horror. I mean, I always thought that I would as an adult and I just haven't. Um, Yeah. I I know there's always, there's always the future, but
4: there's always, there's always time and there is always time, but it does make you like, yeah, it is so good. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Uh, Yeah. So, Oh, Down Satan was the other one.
5: Oh, I Down Satan is from. a great short, and it was very short. Yeah. That was like 10 pages. I loved yeah. that. That was super, super cool yeah. because I saw it. It kind of telegraphed what it was, um, mm-hmm. and I just was like, fuck yeah. It's such a great – he's just so clever. I mean, even when it's not yeah. – even when it's not – a story that i absolutely love and he does things that he writes as a gay man in the 80s he writes yeah. about vaginas in a really uncomfortable way for me um mm-hmm. and feminine power yeah. is is kind of like so alien to him um
4: yeah but even it's almost what makes it interesting because it's like, like almost a character. But also study at the him, same time it's you know yeah. Right. And it's so but it's so hard to grasp, too, at the same time, because we've been fed a certain, a different thing. Yeah. Like we've been fed so much different shit. Yeah.
5: Anyway, I, I absolutely love Clive Barker and I'm just going to try and cram as much in this summer as I can, because it's a nice. finite amount of horror short work that he has that I haven't read now. And I just need to need to get it in my system. Yeah, man. Go. Scott's oh, got I to get to it, it, it in, and we
3: are done talking about Jason and the and Jason. From 1963. Jason. Uh, we'll be back with more of what you expect from a podcast called Horror Movie Night Killer next Hera. week. Uh, <laughs> so stay tuned for more Horror Movie Night goodness.
1: Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes.
0: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network.
2: Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan.